this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santopadre, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions, and we're once again recording at Nutmeg with our engineer, Frank Verderosa, and our return guest is actor Richard Kine. Colossal Obsessions. You missed my credits last time. I'm ready. <laughs> now Richard is and, a yeah, sub- but everybody's going, oh God, him! And, what and, the hell? <laughs> I, I'm, the, I'm your Tony Randall. That's fine. That's we needed right. one. We it's, just, it's we like, just... oh, we got nothing. Yeah. And I happen to be here recording, and they go, do a podcast with us. All right. <laughs> I heard what a that organization this place. We'd be thrilled if you'd be our Tony, Tony Randall. Tony Randall would show up every night at David Letterman's show with carrying his suit neatly pressed. Just in case? And yeah, they go, uh, never knew okay, that. Tony, drop in. Oh, God, yeah. that's hilarious. Jewish fellow, Lenny Rosenberg. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, yeah, I believe from Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. And and he's, he, he, or Philly. he had a child like at age yeah. 70, I don't know Some what. Some crazy thing. And, and I used to say, you know, you should not, have a child at that age because when you get that old, you can't throw a football or a or a softball with your son. And then I said, although I can never imagine Tony Randall ever <laughs> throwing a softball Taking him to La or a football with his kid <laughs> and even I, at the height of his athletic prowess. One time they had him on uh, to, to read the top 10 reasons why it's good to have a kid when you're 75. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and I remember one of them was, who cares if the kid cries? I can't hear a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I got to tell you something. What? You know, yes. I have a documentary coming out about me called Gilbert. Yes. That uh, this filmmaker... Uh, Neil Berkeley. You'll love it, Rich. I can't and, wait. Yeah. And and you were nice enough to take part in a documentary. I was very nice to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, did you, now, did you ever, did I t- say, did, you know, one of the questions, and I don't know whether it's in the movie. Is it in the movie? I don't know. You have to tell me what it is. I think they said, you know, Gilbert has been called the comedian's comedian. They used to call him that in the day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did they use that my answer in the in the thing? Which was? Well, I said <laughs> he's the opposite of the comedian's comedian. It doesn't deny how great a comedian he is, but he's doing stuff that he did twenty years ago. A comedian's comedian works and works oh, yes. and tries it out. Yes. And and yes. I go, he's the furthest thing. <laughs> Look at yes. up there and go, right. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Is this what I'm getting the paid? Okay, I'll see you. Same Joyce DeWitt jokes that, right. he was, that yes. I saw him doing and in now, 1976. And it doesn't deny, actually, how brilliant you were and are now. And yep. I know that you still write stuff and you still do your new do new stuff. Eh. But, but like... <laughs> Do you, do, you, do you tour? Do you test it out? Is this going to work? Maybe I need a word here. Maybe God. I don't think that you do that for the life of you. That I used to. I Did used you? to. I used to like I'd have bits that worked, and people would say, uh, "Why don't you do those bits anymore?" And I said, "Cause they work." 
Oh, well, that's just, good. Oh, yeah. so so then you were <laughs> yeah. the comedian's comedian. Yes. I know you now as the laziest son yeah, of a bitch yeah, yeah. on the face of the earth. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we maybe, keep hey, how many of you in the audience watch Bonanza? <laughs> <laughs> we keep saying that on the show. I'll reminisce and say, oh, you used to do this Norman Fell bit. Still do it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> still in there. Oh, gosh, it's so funny. Yep. Oh, that's hilarious. Yep. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Anyway, so that's what I, so I gave what I considered was a negative answer. And, and the minute I was finished, I went, oh, guys, this is a documentary honoring Gilbert. And I just slammed him. But it's not. It, it had nothing to do with how great you are. It's just. Uh, I, I, I don't know if that's in there, but he should have left it in. Sure. <laughs> yes. Because yes. it's accurate. I, and I was much more eloquent in answering. Yes. Here, here, it's like, you know, I'm sort of walking on eggshells because. You're here in the room. And and you said you were going to come on. The reason for coming on the show today what? is to tell us who the chicken hawk was <laughs> that you mentioned the last time you were on the show. The chicken hawk. Yeah, yeah that was a famous <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> chicken hawk. I'll tell you, Richard. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's generated a lot of mail. I can't do it. I can't do it. We'll keep the mystery. Yeah. Will, the mystery will go and the on. The man who told me who was <laughs> the head of the SWAT team is has gone as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He was a great guy. I was friends with the head. I, I mean, I, the 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 founder, the first chief of the first SWAT team in the world. It was in Los Angeles. Best friends with Daryl Gates. This guy named Jeff Rogers. Great guy. And and he was a, a bodybuilder, and he was uh, he was a tough guy. Single all his life, joined the country club that, that he played at because he didn't like playing. <laughs> terrible with Asians at the public courses. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he didn't like the slow play. It's not he, he wasn't that. Then he felt that the Asians were slow, and he could never talk to them. I he see. wanted to talk to people, I see. and they of would course. never talk. Can this get edited out? Yeah. Oh, God. He loves this stuff. But he was a great guy. And his father was a big band leader and a singer. And Jeff uh, was a huge opera buff. Loved the Dodgers. Loved old cars. A policeman. A real guy's guy. Loved opera. How about that? And he would watch Lonesome Dove once a year and read That's Lonesome Dove once a like year. That's like Larry McMurtry. We, we, we yeah. had on the show James Caron. I love James Cameron. Yeah, the yeah, best. I know him. I know him. The and, best guy. He's great. Best guy in the he, world. He's the one who told us that Mo of the Three Stooges yeah. was a big Shakespearean fan. Oh, I remember hearing that. Yes. Yeah, he would love watching Shakespearean That, that kills me. That, 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 that is so incongruous. Yeah. How, I love well, that, how too. About, how about Mel Brooks? Mel Brooks is really the well-read guy. When you look at the title, at one of the characters' names in the producers is Leo Bloom. Oh, yeah, oh yes, right. I mean, From Ulysses. I mean, he really, he was a reader, a real, real, real smart reader, and he, I'd, he, it's actually one thing that he doesn't wear on his sleeve is how smart he is and learned it. You know, I mean, he produced Elephant Man and and uh, oh, absolutely, and, and that and that play with uh, the with uh, Anthony Hopkins and and Anne Bancroft, but. Oh, about, uh, uh, about, what's that? Eighty four Charing Cross Road. Yes, that, that, that's it. Very good. I mean, a real learned guy, but he, he does not wear that on his sleeve. Yeah, two good films. That one and and the Elephant Man. Yeah, well, yeah, both movie. very good. Yeah, both very good. So you want to shame us for for not uh, being able to land Mel Brooks, which yes. you were doing outside? 
Yes, it's it's. Put it on him. I, I, He's been told he has the phone number. Can, 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 can I say it? Sure. Well, I don't yeah. want to rush. Mel it. says that he knows that that he knows Gilbert loves Gilbert. Well, this comes from Norman Steinberg, oh, okay. Mel's friend and, and the writer. Well, all Blazing he has Saddles. to do is is, Gil- is Gilbert. Okay, has can you to call. say that again? He, Mel Brooks knows Gilbert loves Gilbert. Knows Gilbert loves <laughs> knows of you. Maybe he's a fan. We yeah. were told he's a fan and loves you. And he says all you have to do is call me. I want Gilbert to call and ask. And I, honest to God, you know, for Carl's, the sake of everybody who's listening, yeah, Carl's, call him. Carl's been on, and Mel's probably asking every night at dinner, "What am I chopped liver? Yeah, why, 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 you have, why doesn't you, he call you? Had me, you had you, you had Norman, but, but he doesn't call me. It's like you know the girl who's just you know opens her legs and you go you go in. Oh, judge, it's all the wrong. You remember that, you, that line? All the wrong signals. Maybe I from from play it again, Sam. Yes. Wow. I haven't yeah, seen that wow. in many years. Remember that line? Wow. Speaking yeah. of Tony Roberts. Wow. Okay. Anyway, oh, and thank I, you for, I know the thank you for Tony Roberts again. By the way, yeah, uh, Richard helped guy. us book Tony, and he was know, turned out to be one of our best. And I guests. told you, he gave me the best uh, advice ever because I took over a role that he was doing on Broadway, and he gave me the the instructions for what the clue, the, what the secret of it is, and I actually use it for all all acting. He said, "Love your wife. The more that you love." That character, because I played her husband, the more the audience will love her and will love you. And I thought that was great. And she's sort of a heinous type of character, like a very obnoxious Upper West Side uh, woman. It's a horrible, horrible character. But I loved her. And and I thought that was the most brilliant direction. You know what's funny? It's like when I think of like the old show Roseanne. Right. And I think of how valuable john good absolutely absolutely Smart that's casting. absolutely true yeah. yes yes aside yep. from being a fine actor you would watch him and go wow he loves this one he well he's the glue her, of that guess, show yeah I, I agree with you that i've never thought of that but yeah. yes but then i have thought i always said helen hunt made paul riser handsome if helen hunt that's loves this guy that's interesting oh you know he's a beautiful woman he loves uh as a matter of fact, Darren makes you absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Tyrone Power. <laughs> you guys want to talk a little bit about time travel, time travel movies, time travel television? And I only say because I happen to know Richard's a fan of the time tunnel. But also we have a producer of the month episode here. Uh, uh, one of our listeners, Christopher Kenny, um, said, uh, why don't you guys uh, do a time travel movie? You've talked about them on the show, a uh, time travel episode. You've talked about them on the show. You've talked about... Lots of Twilight Zones. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we have Richard here, who's also a TV and movie buff. I thought we'd kick that around for a few minutes. I like the first one, just to get it out of the way. And it is a, a great, fun movie. Which one? And I think that's, is that Rod Taylor? You know, I was going to ask you, I've yeah. never oh. seen the original Time yeah. Machine. Shame, you haven't? Shame on me. Oh, it's quite oh, good. I've never terrific. seen it. Oh, it's good. From and Yvette 19- Mimu was beautiful. Gorgeous. Oh, my God. And she, a, 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 an early fantasy. Really, because I saw time uh, the time machine at Camp Sunapee. Okay, that's the first time I saw it on the big sheet that acted as a screen, and that's where I first saw and, it. And of course, once again, Mental Block, the guy from uh, Mister Ed. Or so oh, Alan was, Young. Uh, Alan, Alan Young. Young. Right. Yes. That's Who right. then later became Scrooge McDuck? Correct. Yes. Very good. And and he's in there, and he's doing a Scottish accent. Right. I know. But. Terrific movie, yeah. Oh, Just yeah. loads it is. of George fun. Powell. It is, yeah. and 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 to see it today and know that back then it was so 
groundbreaking and George Pal and all that and and it was and it's dreadful and and it, it, I mean the, the special effects are dreadful. It's so I'll much bet. fun when you're watching him, and you see in fast motion buildings getting built and then torn down and yes, then built I up again. That too. Yes, almost like it was a flip book or yes. something. Yes, yeah, that's right. But that brings me to my favorite, a favorite, a favorite. Because I, although I love time travel, it's really tough to do and really make it. Convincing. Yeah, you said that on the phone when we were really talking. Is. You don't, you, you don't think most time travel films are successful because because it's hard. Because to... you're always asking questions and how can you go back and how is today? Right, it th- th- was and well, how you have can to you buy in. You really have to. You, buy. Of course you do, yeah. and I buy into everything. But the great one, and answers all those questions, is. Uh, uh, is it time after time? Not time after time. The one with Malcolm McDowell. The Malcolm oh, McDowell. Oh, yes. Warner, Warner, Warner. oh, we love that. It's one. the best. Mar- Mary Steenberg. We yeah. love that one. Yeah, we've talked about it on this show. Best of the time travels. Yeah, and it Nicholas answers Meyer. all the questions. Yeah, even when when uh, with H. G. Wells because she goes back into time yep. and becomes the inspiration yep. for his work. It's a perfect movie. It's perfect. Yeah, and that was I, is that Michael Crichton? Nicholas Meyer. Who was the Nicholas uh, Meyer? Yeah, correct. Seven percent solution. They, they brought up something interesting in that website, cracked. Yeah, where they said one thing they ignore in these time travel movies is if you go in your time machine, how do you know you're going to land in a big open space? Maybe they put a building up. Over there, <laughs> absolutely and interesting. You crash and, and, right into and you this could building. be in between bricks. Yes, yes, you, 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 you could. Yeah, be. absolutely. <laughs> Never happened on the time tunnel in all those episodes. No. <laughs> they always landed on a on a street. <laughs> who, who, okay, who was the head of the time tunnel? Travel thing. Oh, it was. Um, Come on, you got the name. Oh, I asked this and you got it wrong and you should know. No, it you now. asked me. You asked. I did. What was Lee Merriweather was on there? And you know my Lee Merriweather. You story. asked me. No, the one I got wrong was you asked me. Uh, uh, oh, it's, it's who it is. This is it, I think. Yeah. Well, uh, the 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 guy. He was also with Bissell. With Bissell. Yeah. In, in, oh the, my God. Yeah. Yes. Stood still. He was yeah. the head. And James Darren. James Darren. But who was the other guy? Colbert. Robert Colbert. You know, I not only C-O- if you gave me three choices. L B E R T. He's still around. So is James Darren. So is James Darren. We we hung out with James Darren at Chiller. Yes. Yes. And he said he did. He'd do the show. Yes. So we have to follow up with James Darren. Yeah. Yeah. And Lee Merriweather. She would. She did the show. We had her. Yeah. 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 She was on Time Tunnel. Right. Along with Julie Newmar. Right. 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 One is sane and one is. I tell you what, speaking of Julie Newmar, I was doing time travel research and she turned up in a Twilight Zone time travel episode. Really? With Albert Salmi called Of Late, I Think of Cliffordville. Wait, is this the one where he he wants to like get rich all over again? Yes, and she played the devil. She played a female version of... uh, Okay. Yeah. Mephistopheles. Oh, that's what I Ms. remember. Ms. I remember her. Yes. yes. Here's what's wrong with that episode. Okay. <laughs> and this is always what what cracks me up about anything making a deal with the devil. Exactly. Because when you make a deal with the devil, he does grant your wish, but with an evil twist on it. You know, so it'll be like... Well, it's not an evil twist. The evil things happen once you get it. Or they'll do something like you'll go, "Uh, I want to be famous. 
And then you'll be famous because you'll die in a plane crash. Or you're a killer oh, about to go to the electric yes, chair. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's those. But right, right, what right. they do in a lot of those is the 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 wish, the way they they phrase the wish is so fucking obvious and stupid. Yes. Where they'll go, I want to be rich. Axe through the head, rich. You know, and it's like, <laughs> is that an expression? Axe through the head, rich. <laughs> I, I want every beautiful girl in the world. Oh God! I speak through my high, beautiful girl. <laughs> we will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. So in that, he says, uh, I want to go back in time, but I want to look just like I did when I was 20. That's the one. And and you go, well, wait a minute. You don't. You didn't look good. Albert saw me never look good. No, yeah. no, he never did. Couldn't and, have at and, 20. And no. you're going, he keeps, he says that a few times. I have to look like I did back then. And I think, well, no, you'd want to be 20 again. Sure. Yeah, that's not you want to look like it. So you'd feel like you're 90, but look like you're So she you're got 20. him again on the semantics. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, yes she yes. set him up. It's and semantics. I heard he, uh, Salmi, what? wound up killing himself. I believe he did. Yeah. He did. I huh? believe he did. Yeah, yeah, he commits suicide. Yeah, we, wow, I, he was a great actor. He, he sure was. was. I, we, I think he was like an actor studio guy or something like that. He, was, he could have been. Yeah, yeah he, he could have been. Great. Um, since we're talking about Twilight Zone uh, uh, time travel ones, um, here's one: Once Upon a Time with Buster Keaton. Oh that, yes, and who was that other actor? Uh, that? Well, Jesse White's in it, and yeah. the guy you're thinking of is Stanley Adams. That's that big guy yes. with the yes. voice, big voice like that. Yes. <laughs> I yes. don't, I don't, I don't know Jesse White. Yeah, Jesse and White. What was so he puts funny. on a helmet? Yes. to travel through time. What was so funny about that is the beginning of it. They make like a silent movie. Yep. The beginning of that oh, Twilight wow. Zone. Yep. And then when he goes into modern times, then you hear them talk. How many? How many Twilight Zones did Buster Keaton do? I think just that. I one. think just the just one. Just the one. Yeah, yeah. I oh. I did find that there were twelve different time travel stories really? in the original Twilight Zone. Do you know this one? Here's another one with Albert Salmi. Wow, Russell Johnson. I know. Okay. This is oh, is X- this the one with the guy who warns about Lincoln's assassination? No, I, I was saving oh, that one. I love one. that one. That one's called Back There. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where he's the college professor. Yes. Right. And he goes back, and the guy drugs him. Yeah. At the bar, the one guy that he's telling it. Too that oh. he's telling that this is I come from the future and yeah, he's at, yeah, and yeah, then he yeah, and yeah. then he finds out that the guy that drugged him he gets that he looks at the handkerchief that the guy gave him and it says J W B embroidered on the handkerchief. Yeah, Serling himself wrote that one. Oh wow, yeah, that's a good one. But it, how many of them are based on uh, true stories? Uh, yeah, true stories. <laughs> 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 uh, how many? How many are based on some other? Uh, Source uh, material? Yes. I don't know. Versus an original. That's a good question. An original story. There's one called Execution with Albert Salmi and and Russell Johnson. And this is where the guy, the cowboy in 1855, he's about to be hanged. 
He's on the he's on the gallows. Do you know about this one? Oh yeah. And the and the scientist brings him into the future. Uh, Russell Johnson brings him into the future. I don't remember. And he this kills the scientist. And then a thief breaks in and kills the the killer. Oh wow. And that guy stumbles into the time machine and he winds up back in the noose. Yeah. Do you remember this one? Without no, not at all. Okay. And That's here, here's one you will remember, Gil. It's Walking Distance with Gig Young. That one I love. That was That's yeah. where he goes back and meets himself as a child. Uh, yeah, oh, the best. Yeah. Oh, the best. Yeah. The best. Yeah, yeah, that one. Talk about somebody who killed himself. Another yeah, guy. He, yeah. He, young. Yeah, he goes back in time, and he sees himself yeah. as a little kid, well, and and a great actor there, Frank Overton. Very great good. Actor. Great plays actor. plays his father. Uh, young Ronnie Howard shows up in that one too. Oh, that's really? right. Yeah, and and. Frank Overton, he had a great speaking Frank voice. Overton was great. He was a real 60s TV actor. And he, and really he, was. I remember him saying to him, this isn't your time, Martin. That's it. You have wow. to go back. You can share. That's an episode everybody remembers. With that child. Yeah. Everybody, when you talk Twilight Zone, everybody brings that episode. That's, that great, that's Gig Young was great in that. Yeah. yeah. He was, he was that's, great. It's a very he was a, he was great actor. powerful, touching. I love that one. And he was almost the Frisco kid. The, uh, the Waco, yes, he the Waco sure kid. Was. I almost said the yeah. Frisco kid. Sure was. The Waco kid. I know. They shot, they, they shot with him. And, right. And he was vomiting. And said, we, we got to replace him. And, yeah. then, and Gene Wilder comes right in. Yeah. And, and, and I bet he would have been great in that. Act, uh, you know what? All you can do is go back in time. Yeah. I swear to God, because, but I don't know. I don't know whether or not something would be considered great if the original cast, like I I always say, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, Stallone. Stallone. Right. I don't know whether it would be great. I think The Graduate would have been great with Groden, but I don't know whether or not Gig Young. What about Dick Tracy with Gilbert as Mumbles? A better film? <laughs> that is, that's hilarious. Well, you, know, you lost it to him. And, that's, and, that's a tough break. Yeah. And I lost Papillon too. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was, it was a tough break. Because uh, I loved McQueen. McQueen and I got along. Yes. We read well together. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I'd Franklin J. Schaffner. I'd kill to see you in Papillon. Uh, here's a couple of other films. Wait, hold on. But Go ahead. Wait. The, but what I was going to say, and I didn't even think of it, but you know what clued me? And then you sort of referred to it sort of again. The, a great time travel that nobody would think is time travel. A feature? Many times over. Groundhog but, Day. No, but first, a, a very well-known novel. Christmas Carol. Of course. Oh, my God. You said Scrooge McDuck, and I'm going, okay. There you go. Oh, my God. That's a great one. And then you said, uh, uh, goes back and sees himself as a kid. Right. And then you you always see that, and you always cry, and then they start dancing, and you always go, okay, skip this part, skip this part. You you know what I love about Christmas Carol, where I think Christmas Carol gets it right, where they fuck up so many times in other things. Where they'll go, like, for instance, they'll say, uh, I'm going to show you what it was like if you had become president. Right. And then the next scene, it's like, oh, where am I now? And they go, why, you're the president. I am? And it's like, no. If you're the president, you know 
You're the president. Oh, you ran for president. You know all this. So the only way to do it is to be by being a ghost and observing yourself. Yes. Because it wouldn't make sense where, like, a beautiful girl shows up and goes, wait a minute, I married you? Well, if you're married to her, yeah, you know who you're married to. Right. So that's why a Christmas carol. I'll tell you who else, because, no, 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 all all those soldiers died. No, they were killed when your brother wasn't there. Oh, it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. Also also does it well. Yeah. Yeah, does it very well. It really does. Yeah. But it's really short. It's really it's it's a very terse. Yeah, but there is a time travel element. But you don't think of it. Element. You don't think of it off the top of your head as a time travel movie. Right, but it but, does. But it has that element. Yes, all it, those yeah. boys were well, died. But that whole because your, your that whole thing him. owes so much to Dickens. The, the, yes. the whole idea well, of the Christmas. angel it's taking Christmas. him back. It's Christmas yes. Eve yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. And yeah. and it also where the druggist is an alcoholic. Yeah, Mister P- Mister uh, Gower. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Oh no, Mister Gower is my beer. Yeah. It's my beer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Watch it every year. And Bert and Ernie. And that is why they're named Bert and Ernie. It almost makes you, it, it fills your heart to the point that you almost forget that Ward, Ward Bond was hunting down commies and oh, ruining their God. lives. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. And he hated the Jews. Yes, I love talking. Gosh, it brings a tear to my eye bringing up the anti-Semites. Now, Asner, why, why are you lifting your head? Ed Asner like, no love complaining. for Ward Bond. Yes. Now, what? also... In that, uh, oh, most importantly, uh, about uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, is that one of the characters in The Adventures of Ford Fairlane was named Zuzu Pedals. Love it. That's really, really, <laughs> that is arcane. That's fantastic. I love that. That's fantastic. You know, were you in that movie? Yes. He was. So no, okay, so you saw it, and that's how you know. <laughs> Okay, I did. Dustin Hoffman wanted to be in the movie, <laughs> but they like they like my test a I lot better. <laughs> What's your favorite Scrooge movie? Is it the Al- Alistair Sim? Oh, uh, the, yeah, because I saw the Finney one. Oh, uh, not the, I, my the, favorite the Finney musical is good. Is is Mr. Magoo? Oh, Me too. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yes. And yeah. Mario Cantone didn't like it. You were, and he's out him. of his mind. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm, now I'm, I'm homophobic, la, homophobic la, because of la, that. La, 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 la. Oh, well, how Blank, blank, and he blank, blank. No good. I I adore that show. That I really, really do. Silver and gold. No, that's from Rudolph. Oh, 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 okay. There was. But I can do all the songs. Millions of uh, Peter walk through the world, make such a lonely sound. Uh, is it Bacchus? Did they have the original? Yes, Bacchus. Yes. Yes. But um, and and Bustleberry pudding or whatever that. And, oh, and can we have a Christmas tree with Razzleberry dressing? <laughs> Mario's gonna love this. Oh, I'm gonna play I, I this for him immediately. The, Fuck the, him. the Finney version's good, uh, actually. The Finney's version, and, uh, and also the one George C. Scott. George C. Scott's good. Then there was Henry Winkler, played Scrooge. Yes. So, well, I'll tell you the worst of the remakes. Okay. Marlo Thomas. Oh, it's a oh that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a. Room, I uh, I heard that uh, Marlo Thomas when she was had. Uh, was starting work on on this right 
She went up to uh to uh Capra. Cra- Capra. Yeah. yeah. She went to Capra and said, "I'm going to be doing uh a remake of uh It's a Wonderful Life. Do you have any advice?" And Capra's advice was, "Don't." Don't. Oh god. Yeah, that's strong. Yeah, With Orson right. Welles as Mr. Potter. Yes. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah. now who was who was Clarence? Because it was Clarice. <sighs> Yes, it oh, was. Oh, it, boy, I've got oh, some. Oh, oh, this boy, delights oh, boy, me. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I am delighted. Oh, Jesus. I really should know this. Yeah. Somebody like, somebody you wouldn't think of, like Maureen Stapleton. It That's was a, a good older actress. Guess. Well, no, at the time she wasn't that old, but she's respected and great. A really good actress. Give me a hint. Um, Warren Beatty called her the best fuck in Hollywood, and there is no second. I've told you that on the show, right? No. What? Yes, you did. You did? Oh, I did. But not well, I one. wasn't paying attention. Yes. But it wasn't Estelle Parsons. No. <laughs> no, it, that is correct. It was not. Nor was it Gene Hackman. <laughs> oh, I know who it is. Yes, because you told us this. Cloris yeah. Leachman. Cloris yeah, Leachman. yeah, yeah. Gene Hackman. I knew right. Gene Hackman fucked yes. Cloris Leachman. <laughs> yes. I've never seen the uh, really? Marlo Thomas version. Yeah. Gene Hackman fucked Cloris Leachman? Yeah. I think she talked about it in some wow. interview. We got to get Cloris Leachman that, in here. Yes. He, he fucked oh, her. Oh, she'll be, she'll be great. Any connection? No. Okay. Well, no. It's honest. No, I, I, I don't. I've met her. Uh, uh, I've touched her ass. <laughs> I'm not you kidding. And, you and Ed Asner. I'm, I'm not. No, no but yeah. she'll, she, really in, she really worked out all the time. All the time, and had a great body, and she was beautiful. And she was a you know a beauty queen, everything like that. But in her eighties, she worked out all the time, and she would make, take your hand and put it on her butt, and it was, it was I'll rock bet. hard. I'll bet. I yes. I heard someone had told me they were working on some movie or TV movie with Cloris Leachman and Tony Randall. And Tony Randall uh, walked in when Cloris Leachman was sitting there and he goes, I bit off her clitoris and she became Cloris. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, that was oh, a regular Cole Porter. Up, if I could only live up to Tony Randall and really say something witty. I don't know like if we can that. top that. That's fantastic. Well, we're at the 30-minute mark. Wow. I'll tell you, for a short episode, this wasn't so good. I'll tell you, we could keep going, just, but uh, that, was, talk, that was fun. That and was fun. We yes. can definitely say this time we didn't scratch the surface. Yes, yeah, right. we, didn't. Time travel. we didn't. Right. But, well, you know, there's a lot of time travel movies here on the list and another time. We'll talk about them. All right. I mean, Planet, the whole Planet of the Apes series. Oh, exactly. Yeah, right. For one thing. Yeah. Yes. Or Terminator. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. but Groundhog Day. You brought up Groundhog Day. Yeah. A very satisfying, yeah. one of the greats. I think it's a one perfect of the greats. film. I don't because I keep asking questions. Oh. He's in a car accident. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. And that one, and I buy the movie. Of right. course I right. do. But I just scratch my That's head. That's interesting. I go, I go well, no, no, no. He died horrible, horrible deaths. And he wakes up. 
Right. So where did he go? Was it reality? I, d- I don't know. Well, it's a complete fantasy. You have, right? You have to just go with it or oh, not. Really? Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, oh, it is a complete Beats fantasy. It. I see. Oh, I'll look at it again. Then. Oh, in a whole different light. <laughs> Before I forget, there was a Twilight Zone, and this one annoyed me. As a lot of the Twilights, I love the Twilight Zone, but every now and then you go, oh, come on. And this was a guy goes back in time to assassinate Hitler. I remember the chair. So he checks into a rooming house Uh where his window is right across from where Hitler will be making a speech. He's got his rifle ready and there's a knock on the door and it's the maid. And he goes, oh, Damn. And he opens the door. Why can't you say, I'm in the shower? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come back back in 10 and have some chocolates. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't need the room. That ruined the whole episode for you. Yeah. Don't need the room furnished. Thanks anyway. (laughs) 10 minutes. Gotta kill Hitler. Killing Hitler. I'll be with you in a second. Yeah. You guys are real sticklers for logic in in these things. It's fascinating. You're absolutely right. You have. Uh, push the you you have hit the nail on the head. I need to be truly convinced. I think Back to the Future does convince me. They yeah. tie up all the questions yeah. that I scratch my head about time after time. It answers those questions. Some of them don't, and that one I I agree with you. Why why didn't you? Why why very didn't interesting. They do it? I know, and and yes, Frank, I know they're fantasies. <laughs> I no, got to admit, oh. when you brought this up, I said, oh, we're going to talk about fantastical movies. One Twilight Zone, <laughs> that's the making a deal with the devil. Which is? Or a genie or something. Is it a Jack Klugman one? This is uh, uh, Lou Adler. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And he plays like a Jewish pawnbroker. Lou and, Adler, the producer of the Mamas and the Papas? No, no. What's his name? <laughs> no, St- Stella Adler and- Lou uh, Ayers? No, no, no. no, no. Stella Adler. Adler's brother. Yeah. Stella Adler's brother. Um, yes. Was yeah. it Lou? No, it no, was. No, it's a different Adler, oh, but I know who you mean. What's his name? I know who you're talking Oh, my God. Luther. Luther, Luther Adler. Adler. Very nice. Luther Adler. Luther Adler. Well, I knew him, so I called him <laughs> Lou. <laughs> so, Luther Adler- uh, makes all these wishes, and each one of them has got a bad twist on it. And But he still has more wishes to go. So finally, he goes, I want to be the most powerful man in the world. And then the devil goes, okay. And then you see him in a dark room with a little black square mustache on and Luther Adler, biggest Jew you'll ever meet, in a very dramatic ending goes, oh no, I'm Hitler in the bunker. (laughs) We gotta do a whole Twilight Zone episode with you guys. on paper, I'm sure it that was funny. powerful. Right, right. Oh, but powerful. when you watch it, that's so funny. Jaw dropping. Oh, that's so, hilarious. So funny. Okay. Drop in any time. Surprise us. This was a, this was a nice. Surprise. I love being here. It's, a nice you know, treat. If you can't go have coffee. Might as well have microphones. 
And your idea about the comedians will make a great future episode. Will, so come I, by. Yes. Come back. Okay. And I'm not just talking about comedians. I'm talking about actors. Yeah. Gilbert That's will love that idea. Yeah. We just didn't yeah, have great. the time tonight okay. for it. All righty. And this has been, I'm Gilbert Gottfried with my co-host Frank Santopadre. This has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal session. And and the annoying Jew in the background who can't stop complaining is Richard Kine. Thank you, Richard. And thank, thank you to Christopher Kenny for the idea. Sessions.